eight minutes out of the 1,440 that you have each day may not seem like much in the big scheme of things, but it's what you do with your time, all of it, that defines you and what your future will be. Hey guys, it's Dave here with the Operation Save the Earth podcast, episode 54. And this week it's time for an update on the plight of Sister Megan Rice, Greg Birch Obed, and Michael Wally, the three freedom fighters who entered the Oak Ridge Nuclear Weapons Complex in 2012 to stage a peaceful protest only to get slapped with some ridiculous charges by federal prosecutors that could have them spending the next decade in jail. Back in episode 47 of the podcast, I explained the charges and the actions that led them to this. And now as we get closer to the sentencing hearing on January 28th, it's time for action. As you know, step four of the Operation Save the Earth plan is the big one. Nuclear power is over. And that's the step that goes beyond the Fukushima nightmare. It affects every living creature on Earth. The nuclear power and weapons industry are one and the same and have held us like cattle in a pen, readying us for slaughter for the past 60 years now. The myth of atoms for peace is finally showing its PR undercoating as nothing more than a ruse to make money at the expense of life itself. But it's our goal to ultimately triumph over the nuclear cartel and all its dirty dealings once and for all. Sister Megan, Greg, and Michael knew this, and how did they go about it? Did they bust into Oak Ridge with guns ablazing like they were in the Expendables? Shoot something! Not at all. They snuck in early one morning, set up their little protest area, sat and prayed for love to guide them and us to a better way. And for this, the boys with the toys in Washington want to make examples of them by locking them up for however long they want. Typical, isn't it? And how sad that we'd think that. This group that comprises Transform Now Plowshares has a message that's simple. End nuclearism. End poverty. End suffering for all mankind. They're promoting love and peace and prosperity of spirit for all. Wouldn't you rather that was a typical response instead? I sure do. This handful of nuclear cultists who control us got it all twisted. Apparently, they can't see all the beauty that's present in life all around us, the joyous nature of each moment that's afforded to us. Why do that when you can count how many zeros there are in your bank account, right? Those zeros are what are keeping Sister Megan where she's at right now, too. And that's the other part of the problem, our for-profit prison system in this country. This corrupt, backwards, and plainly anti-American system of so-called corrections is like a new era of slavery. And as appalling as it is to think that an 83-year-old Catholic nun may spend the rest of her life in jail, it's even more so to think about the conditions which she and her companions have already been subjugated to up to this point, and then, however worse they may yet get after sentencing. I want to read a note that Sister Megan sent out from her detention facility in Georgia recently to give you an idea of what she's going through now. Not because of her convictions, but because of how we do things in this country now. The following transcript can be found on the Transform Now Plowshares Facebook page, which will be linked to this podcast on SoundCloud. She writes, Dear friends, to whom I am unable to respond individually, I want you to know what is happening in this typical, federal, but privately contracted detention center. 
I feel obligated to let you know about two issues which should be addressed by responsible citizens, depending on each one's professional expertise and creativity. Immediate reform is needed. There should be independent oversight for the administrative weaknesses in federal prisons that subvert their contractual obligations. First issue, excessive air conditioning. Most inmates spend close to 20 hours a day lying on their bunks. A responsible 69-year-old housewife married to a highly respected structural engineer estimates that the temperature here is 55 degrees. 55 degrees. She keeps her house at 68, finds it perfectly comfortable, and agrees with me that the temperature here is a form of unnecessary torture. A situation which could easily be resolved by faithful monitoring by the maintenance crew who, when inmates complain, retort, They're trying to keep down germs. Everyone recognized the fallacy of such a claim. Second issue. Lack of programs for inmates. There is not even one organized positive program offered throughout the day to help inmates challenge themselves to grow in any way physically, intellectually, or emotionally, while being detained for sometimes as long as 10 or 11 months awaiting sentencing or onward placement in another federal prison. Many inmates get absolutely no help from their court-appointed lawyers and have no advocates to request a conscientious, honest defense lawyer. The only positive program offered to inmates in this dorm is the 45-minute yoga session led by our fine Korean inmate each night, 7.30 to 8.30, thanks to our own initiative. Books are virtually unavailable to the general population. She then goes on to tell a sad and telling story about a young female inmate there she's taken under her wing who has also been railroaded by the system we call America. She's eager to help her new friend by providing paperback books and educational materials to her so that she can get caught up on the education that was denied her due to her upbringing. Sister Megan has said herself that she embraces the idea of being sentenced, going to prison, and educating people as best she can, spreading peace and harmony wherever it is needed. You see, bad guys, either way, Sister Megan has got you beat. Put her in jail for the rest of her days, she becomes a pilgrim for peace that will crush your prison hypocrisy. Set her free, and she continues to lead the fight for our freedom from nuclearism. Now, I hope the church eventually recognizes her works for what they are. I hope her message spreads no matter where she is. And I hope we are now able to see what it is that needs to be done here. So, here's your call to action this week. Sign the petition to Judge Thapar that's attached to the notes on this podcast. Let him know he's being played by the federal prosecutors. And send books, lots of them, to the facility care of Sister Megan Rice Irwin County Detention Center, 132 Cotton Drive, Osceola, Georgia, 31774. Your entire return address must be included on the package, and from what I understand, magazines and books must be sent directly from the publisher or bookstore slash Amazon to the facility. No other oversized mail will be accepted. There's going to be a protest in Knoxville during the hearing coming up this month, All this info and more are down in the notes, so check it out. Take it from me, the sidelines isn't a place that you want to be. It's out on the field where all the fun is. Sister Megan closed her message thusly and so shall I this week. Much love to all 
in solidarity with all for a peace-filled, harmonious tomorrow. Until next time.